0: welcome to episode six in the second series of the Celtic Whiskey Pod. I am your host Al Higgins and in this episode I speak to Brendan McBride from the Crawley Distillery in Donegal. As one of the new breed of craft distillers, Crawley are looking to make the mark in the buoyant Irish whiskey market. The initial signs are very good, even though they are just getting started. Three recently launched unique Irish whiskies show how the distillery will likely find ways to carve a niche amongst a sea of mid-range releases. The distillery itself is also quite unique in Ireland, with a set of stills and method of distillation not seen anywhere else on the island. There's a lot to like about Crawley, and I really enjoyed my conversation with Brendan. Listen on to find out about all the goings-on up in Donegal. I'll be back at the end with some more info on the whiskies and where to follow Crawley on social media. Cheers for now.
1: You're listening to the Celtic Whiskey Pod, the home of unchill-filtered conversation. So it's
0: a very warm welcome to the Celtic Whiskey Pod to Brendan McBride from Crawley Distillery. Thanks, Brendan, for joining me today.
1: Good good to be here, Al. Thank you for inviting yeah. me, Yeah.
0: It's a sunny day in Dublin, and by all accounts, it's a sunny day up in Donegal as
1: well. So, yeah, yeah. We, we always get the sun up here in Donegal. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> the, wipe and the barley. Yeah, and and uh, it never it rains. on the on the uh, the lakes of the water, beautiful water. Yeah, so it's, yeah. it's nice today. It's beautiful. So, correct me if
0: I'm wrong. You're one of the founders of the distillery. Is that correct?
1: Well, I don't necessarily want to correct you. I'm I'm uh, I'm not actually one of the founders. But, uh, <laughs> I'm I'm the commercial director. Yeah, so I've okay. I've come in about a year ago after the founders set up the business to help with the whole commercial, um, marketing, sales, and and branding, and and getting the project off the ground. Yeah,
0: great. Um, so maybe to start, you you could tell our listeners about the Quality Distillery because it's it's new to me and it's probably new to them as well and um yeah so how did it come about um i gathered that there, there were so three to people came together. To the,
1: three, the three founders joe yeah, yeah joe devaney and Karen and uh Kieran davis and then Connor And they they got together and probably look, looking at different projects and they, and they kind of were excited about whiskey growth uh back a couple of years ago um i think some of them looked at it from Probably a, a kind of a dissertation type thing and a master's degree thing, and they looked at it and said, "Yeah, these these are opportunities there." So they they got together, and I think over time um, they decided let's let's dip the toe in here to see where it's going. And um, mm. yeah, so that's that's the beginning. They, they, all um, and I've I've certainly worked with them, and and uh, we, we've sampled whiskey in lots of places, and they're all very very good um, noses and very good. Um, view and and understanding of, of whiskey um mm. in that context yeah so um yeah a good interest from a passion but also um more so in that context and the other thing then was actually setting up for employment in the area they, they actually went to look and sourced where could you source a good building to house a distillery and that's yeah. that was a start of of the project really um mm. in, in the right location yeah.
0: Because it is, uh, it's not a new build, is it? It's, it's a historic no, building. Yeah, no, yeah.
1: yeah, it's a really historic building, and yeah. it's in West Dunbartonshire, right by the Atlantic coast, mm-hmm. uh, and, and the stunning uh, Mount Errigal, a lot of people yeah. would know about. Um, so we have that fresh air that helps to mature, and uh, in, in its own right, that is the Atlantic air to mature whiskey. So the building then is it was constructed actually in, opened in 1901, so I guess probably started construction in the, around the 18. 95 that age, that, that range, so had yeah. a, a low life. Um, and it's been um, in various types of businesses over the years. Uh, originally a carpet factory, then a doll factory, it was an RIC barracks, so had a whole, whole history, and that's leads back into what we were talking about: brownfield and brownside refurbishment. We we mm. uh, we got the building through there's Nagilta, who owned the building. Um it'd been ideal for probably 10, 15 years, nothing happening. And it's uh, just exactly fits in quite well with the whiskey. And what I kind of say, and in, in when we talk about our product or Kilindara range later on, uh, Kilindara is, is in, in Irish Kilindara it means small Oak Grove. So the actual building where the distillery is is, is, is actually the town is called Kilandara and yeah. it's a small Oak Grove. And, um, that's been the range, the Kilindara Oak series we've launched, and uh, it's kind of quite ironic. Like a hundred years ago, this building was uh, <laughs> founded by probably um, in in current day terms, venture capitalists, people who put money in for the uh, People from London who uh, who donated money to the building to help the people in the area who had very little employment, particularly young young people, mm. and. Um, it's in Kilindara, yeah, the oak, the oak grove.
0: So uh, it's yeah. quite interesting. Yeah. Um, we'll talk about the whiskies later on, but the the area and and whiskey. I mean, everyone when they think of Donegal, they probably think of pachin and illegal whiskies and such. Like, was were there any mm. um, sort of it properly established distilleries in the area? I know Limavadi had mm. one or two, and then further afield, Derry would have had some, but. In, in yeah. loc- local
1: Donegal, Donegal, the locality nearest to us which is about 30 kilometers away which was Burt, the Burt distillery and that was in of course yeah. Closed. yeah um so we would claim uh, that we are the first distillery a uh, licensed whiskey distillery so mm. license whiskey is very important there, distillery to operate in over 180 years and yeah. um with that even in mind, we, we launched what we call the 180 Cast uh, Cash Founder Member Club back in 2020. So um yeah, we're the first there's probably lots of pots we, we don't know a whole <laughs> lot about that, but yeah. The, the uh certainly there's there's plenty of it. Um in the, in the past, Donegal, particularly in any shown direction of Donegal, which is North Donegal, I yeah. believe my, my facts are right, but I think up to 40 50 percent of all pot gene distilleries in Ireland were located in that in that area. Which is yeah, really, that's really incredible. Is in yeah,
0: yeah. A, a real hotbed of distilling so, the uh, up there because that was difficult for yeah, the customs yeah. uh, men to get to. <laughs> difficult for yeah, them to I find. The, the,
1: yeah. And, uh, yeah, and then the, the other the other thing is, I mean, even like it's quite amazing. Like if you were, um, I do myself some dry stone wall uh, repairing and things like that, and some amount of actually uh, small bottles, little different types of bottles sitting in the walls from many generations ago. No way, What was it not? So obviously, yeah, it's yeah. oh, yeah. yeah, it really interesting.
0: So the guys uh, fixing the farm farm walls were uh, having a little spot of path yeah, in even between. Them from yeah. Day
1: one. Yeah, 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 they, they kept themselves uh, the, uh, certainly going with that. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. Um so the the founders they, they got the building and then obviously you have to fill it with equipment and you, you've got some pretty unusual yeah. uh, pot stills there. So yeah, they, the unusual
1: uh, equipment Al, uh, so yeah, it's it's we call them their the direct fire. The mm-hmm. pots still. So they came from actually the the Cognac region in France. So, yeah. um, guys, uh, through research and through con- some contacts, went down to to the Cognac region in France in in uh, nineteen, and um, they got formed a relationship with an old gentleman there who had decommissioned these um, these uh, uh, car these pots, and as you know, in um, In France in cognac production in the region, you can produce so much per per um, per year per distillery, and they're Mm. all really as we could call farm distilleries, very very craft orientated. So there was some of these; they were hard to get. They weren't necessarily um, overly willing to part, but um, the arrangement was made um, back to Ireland, and they were refurbished. And um, now we have, I'm thinking right in saying the only direct fire uh pot stills so direct fire as in there it's sourced it's it's actually um generated by gas obviously but it's direct fire so it's an open fire is actually underneath the still it gives us what we call really really beautiful uh mayonard um effect the melonard effect um that is this cascade of flavors just caused by the the direct fire and and then integrating with the copper and all the copper so um Mm. The really intriguing thing in that one is, and it's a story to be told, is that the um, the uh, one of the founders, uh, an engineer, and or head distiller now, they, they got together and they were quite quite inventive. So they actually put everything together. Mm-hmm. They actually put it all together. Um, there was no manual. There was no kind of, uh, this is the way to do it. There was no drawings. Um, you just took parts that were ideal, and then whatever's missing, they went and, and either sourced or made those parts, got local craftsmen to, to work out, and um one of the largest, uh, I think, um, distillery equipment manufacturers didn't even know about it, uh, that it yeah. was existing in, 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 in Crowley until about a year after we opened, mm. yeah. So it, it was quite, quite unique in the journey, the sourcing, the journey to Ireland, to Donegal, refurbishment, and uh, the day that the liquid, the first liquid, um, new mix spirit was was um, was certainly uh, poured it was really really um really really a uh, rewarding day. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And what what day did you start? What um, what year was I the think first, October right?
1: October twenty? Yes, yeah. so we were yeah. two years so October. Yeah. yeah.
0: Great. And uh, I take it must be quite a sort of hands on operation. Then there wouldn't be a huge amount of off- automation in the distilling process. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's hands on, but hands on in. Uh, once you I mean you have your your beer making, you have your yeast off that, you have um, all your all your mash bills. Like that's that's pretty automatic. Um, I think the cleaning is probably the biggest thing. Yeah, of mm-hmm. the hops itself, I've seen some yeah. of the guys uh, going down into it. Believe we're it not opening the top and going down to clean out, um, which has to happen. So that's quite manual. Yeah, uh, yeah. it's safe. The um, yeah, and then when obviously we're when we're casking the, 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 um, uh, the spirit, the new mixed spirit, that's all ma- it's quite manual, but, um, really nice to see. Yeah. Really nice to see and, and, uh, watch it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, very looking forward to trying the whiskies, and, um, um, we could maybe talk about the the three whiskies you have on the market now. Yeah. Uh, yeah because yeah. there's, there's yeah. something quite unusual about them. And, uh, I'm sort of very interested yeah. in the, the, the oak that's being used there. So yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: So what yeah, what we've done is obviously we we have um we've moved on and we had to commercialize because we were in a commercial world um mm. to take funds in. There's a growing demand for Irish whiskey. Um we have actually a lot of um interest because we're we're certainly where we are in Donegal. So we're using the landscape um uh, Donegal as 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 part of a brand and also the brand we have launched our brand called Crawley. So it's spelled in the Irish as version, Crawley, but yeah. also pronounced Crawley. So that's quite unique um, for us. And I think even in, in whiskey branding or any type of branding. So um, we're very much behind the culture, the language, the Gaelic culture in the area. And with that, we've launched our Kilindara, So Kilindara range, which is also as uh, mm-hmm. is the oak series, and Talladara means small oak grove. And where we are located, as I just said earlier, is is actually in the townland where which was passed uh, many hundred years ago with planted with oak trees. Um, the most commonly growing oak species to make into any bars is there's three, and we've used those three. And um, there's we use the Latin names. They're actually. Um, the species name Quercus Petrea, and that's sessile oak, which is the national tree of Ireland. So yeah. sessile is our national tree. We have Quercus alba, which is really a the American oak, um, and then we have Quercus robar, which is mm-hmm. European uh, oak. Each of those are all unique uh, casks, so we've got them, we've got the, the oak species, and they are crafted and coopered uh, in in uh, with our, our cooperage in um, in Slovenia. And everything in that cask is as it is. Uh, or Alba or quote bar. It's not a mixture. So when you get some bourbon bars, there could be a mixture of any oak species. And really the surprising thing to us is that working with our master distiller um, is that, you know, within five months, yeah, five to six mm. on average. Uh, in the initial um, virgin cask, we had a beautiful, beautiful color of liquid. Uh, yeah, this amber hue and um, kind of a strong hue color, which is really, really nice. Yeah. Um, yeah. And we've launched in uh, Whiskey Live. I think oh, that's where we kind of met yourself and your team in, in Celtic Whiskey Shop. Yeah, it's very um, fortunate to try them. Yeah. 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 You, you, have a good, you have a good experience of them. And that was her first outing. Um, and um, I think it was only bottled on the Tuesday and we were in Dublin Whiskey Live <laughs> on Thursday. Yeah, so yeah, was great. Uh, not a lot of time to, to you kind know, of trial and error. It was, mm. let's see how it goes. And, and we got a got very good reaction, yeah? And yeah. Very
0: positive. I, and I said to you before we started that it's, it's great to actually sample them all together, you know? So if anyone's interested, maybe save up and buy all three of them because they, they do uh, give you a great impression on on what oak does to whiskey as a species, you know. And, um, you know, I think most people would be very familiar with American oak as Quercus alba, you know, assuming that the American oak that people are talking about is Quercus alba because you mentioned that sometimes with a bourbon barrel, it's it's not always Quercus alba and there's a bit of confusion even amongst barrel makers, about what yeah. they're they're getting, um, but you get a very good impression from the three whiskies what each oak species brings to the whiskey, and um, I I don't know if you're able to sort of talk about the flavors you know you can get because I I find them quite distinctive in in their yeah, own way. Yeah, yeah, I can do that.
1: Yeah, they're distinctive, and then everyone has. Has obviously after the taste, say, Well, I like this one or I like that one. And then little go back again to the next one, say, mm, That's interesting. So in the Petrea, which is a sessile, mm-hmm. I mean, what, what we're in that is a, a beautiful, beautiful sweet vanilla, a caramel kind of a green apple to the nose. And then you're getting this woody, this sweet, woody oak uh, taste. Yeah. And we've also kind of also get this cream burrity type. Um, black pepper type of finish. Um, mm. And that's really where someone described it as agey, but a good age. Um, I think it was at Whiskey Live, we got that descriptor and I asked, well, yeah. what does that mean to you? And as a age, so that that kind of black pepper, that type of finish. And then if you went to, I'll, I'll leave the kind of, the Alba, I'll go to Rabor. Um, and the important thing in the differentiation of all these is all our packaging is different. And I will mention it now in the context where the colouring of the packaging has come from. The rebar is a nice um it's it's a kind of a purplish, but it represents the Heller in Donegal. That's where that purple is coming from. Yeah. Mm. The sessile back that represents the green, the green landscapes in Donegal. And then the alba represents the yellow. It's it's like this um the garse. Are you familiar with gars, yellow garse, um that that little and you get a coconut thing of that. So that's that's kind of yeah. where where color and packaging and it it, it, it it differentiates each one by color, but also also um with, with the flavors also differentiated. So the robor is more actually really red current, more fruity. It's mm-hmm. more fruity and and look at robot, it's even the rebora itself, the Quercus rabar, is more porous. So the cask actually is more porous, so it's letting more of that flavor. So it's giving you this red currant type of fruitiness. Some bit of winter spices. Someone even described it as winter spice Christmas cake type thing. So this oh, winter lovely. spice, yeah. Really interesting. Um with the cloves and the ginger and the nutmeg, yeah. yeah. So put that all together, and you get someone describes it as whoa, I get this this Christmas kind of cake and take it back to there. And then, you know, really a dry finish, again, with a wood smoke and actually dry, some dark chocolate coming through in that in that finish, which is really, really, um, yeah. and that's coming through again for the porous. The Alba, then, again, um, kind of color of that there's similar color, but the, it's more straw hue, um, whereas the sassafras would be amber, amber kind of hue, it's really again back to apricots and probably cherry blossom, that type of sweet nutmeg. Um mm. that we have so it's more sweeter. The album is sweeter. If someone likes likes more more sweet, then you've got the album. Um and again, probably the oak is still coming through this verdant oak type of taste, but yet dry and spicy. So it's more dry and spicy in finish. Um so they actually complement in some way each other, and then they give you a real choice, actually for the whiskey, really, really connoisseur, to to kind of sit back and sample and say, "Whoa, that's what oak. That's what yeah. the real oak finish and just virgin oak gives you. So, yes, it's been in for about four years, four four odd years um, in the context of in a bourbon bar. We've actually matured it for a further five years left to sitting with the whiskey and sitting in our own uh, warehouse. And mm-hmm. then five odd monthly finish. So it's it's quite a good, very, very good Good, good, good product, um, but you get this variety of flavor and variety of taste when 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 you actually even nose and taste it, and um, yeah, it's 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 the the um, you know I can't really say if you ask me the question which is the best seller. They're actually all quite <laughs> right well. We're kind of quite worth moment in our stocks that we have produced because um, we had a limited quantity for this year, and it's certainly um, it's certainly pushing really strong for the Christmas market that we yeah. do. sure
0: we hold what we have yeah and yeah being the the, they're all the same price so um as a a bit of sort of market research for for you as your commercial director you you get a uh an impression of of what people liked amongst the three um by you know seeing what which one sells out first and then i suppose i'll give you a bit of indication going forward but um they are great whiskeys to try and like you said um for a a whiskey connoisseur who, who might not fully understand what each species brings to whiskey then it's great to try them you know we've we've all tried um the different oaks in different finishes but these are you know four or five years in in virgin oak it really uh gives you a, a proper sensation of, of what's has um, been brought to the table by the the oak species um yeah so right. we've got these three whiskies going forward what what do you see uh, sort of happening next for Crowley? obviously
1: yeah the, the...
0: Go ahead. sorry go on
1: <laughs> oh I, i'm not sure yeah what's happening next like i mean we we all do the whiskey world like I mean it, there is a growth and we we see last year the huge growth in in, in whiskey um, exports and you know that's got to be for us is to look at markets outside of Ireland. The initial plan is we would launch it gradually within Ireland um, in the specialist whiskey shops like yourself, um, mm. off sales, on sales locally. Uh, we're getting through a visitor center as well. It's important to say we have open a visitor experience and we have a shop and we sell quite a lot of whiskey there. Great. Yeah. And the international audience, like from Dutch right through to Danish people, Germans, French, uh, um, United States, Canada, you know, to name but a few. And and it's quite interesting their appreciation for Irish whiskey, and they're willing to give yeah. it a try. They're willing to spend yeah. um so we're at the premium end of the market. We're we, we're premium in, in what we do in our brand, we're premium because we're craft boutique. Um and that's the position we, we've chosen to be at. And it has worked for us. So it's retailing, you ask the retail at 79 at the moment. That again, we test marked that in a different research test marked in Whiskey Live. And there hasn't been any major reaction back saying, Well, that's that's either you know too expensive or too cheap. It's been yeah. hitting the mark because you know there are some comments that you know, in the mid-market level, there's a lot of a uh, lot of whiskeys get caught there. So mm-hmm. it's really important. but but also that's that's where um it demands the time and the craftness and the uniqueness to get to that price point that we need to obviously charge for that as well. So it's not just picking a price point. it's picking what our margins need to be to to help us yeah. stay in. so and that takes me on to the next part of the project, which is, This will be for two, three years, on 24, 25, we will have this range, um, and possibly we we will um, have it continued. But then it's about having our own range of, let's call it, we will launch um, exclusive, we will launch specific casks, we will launch Mm. some... um, Speciality whiskeys uh, over the next three four five years so the plan would be that we 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 learn because we're a new distillery we are commercial but we will see what the trends are if you look at some of the market research you know it's always about innovation it's always about trying mm-hmm. different um and that's where you create value and and thankfully um the consumer at this stage is seeing that, and we will continue to do that. We have laid down quite a lot of stock in um cognac bar casks, um, exclusively. We've laid it down in different Madeira casks, different PX, different range Lovely. of casks. Yeah. Uh, we've also potstow, which is quite unique in the match bill we have for potstow um using Donegal barley which is really really important and that will give us and it's it's really nice um I think at Celtic uh, your your show Whiskey Live there was a lot of people coming to to taste our new mix spirit yeah? Um, yeah in the pot still and we had also a single malt so we'll have obviously uh a gift pack coming on that pretty soon. So we'll have what we call our trilogy range of tree range of new mixed spirits and age spirits. So we will have a an 18 Great. month age spirit. We will have a, a, a new mix single malt. And then we will have a new make uh, pot still. And then people can see what we have now and the journey mm. that will go on in a period of years. So uh, yeah. we're starting up to, to let people taste and see what we have for the future yeah? Uh, yeah and how that may be finished yeah
0: I did try the new make and um unfortunately I didn't write any any tasting notes but I think what stuck out for me was was the mouth feel with the with the new make it had a really nice big sort of feeling in the mouth so um yeah that's something to look forward to yeah. definitely um so yeah. I sort of commercially, you're, you're concentrating on Ireland uh, right now. Um, and how how are you finding uh, the Irish market at the moment is is it uh, as buoyant as everyone says?
1: It, it is. I mean locally, um if if you take it from a local perspective, which and sometimes the local can be your most um support best supporter and sometimes they can give you some some good feedback as well. Um yeah. but we have put the the whiskey um the the uh the kalindara range into all the local bars and um they've come back again and restocked not once but two or three times. Um, oh, that's
0: great. Yeah
1: interesting so when people leave the distillery there's quite a good um a good feeling about it people want to promote products so you have some very mm. very well-known distilleries uh, uh pubs in the area uh in west donegal and they're all supporting us and then we've gradually moved it out to the rest of donegal the larger towns but again in outlets where you know we know there's whiskey sales um i, I was just back from dublin just um but, yeah, today is just a day ago, yeah, when I was thinking about it, and a lot of interest there in some of the specialist whiskey uh, bars in Dublin. And, and mm. you know, I've seen them operate and it's quite buoyant as well, how long that lasts for. Um, we hope it, it will continue, but we're seeing that trend and we're we're filling that void, if there is a void, but filling that space, let's call it, with just some additional offering Um certainly from Donegal, but also with a quality product. So it's just not the Donegal brand or the 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 Crowley brand is actually that is supported by having a quality product. And and um, that's what we've found. Both have worked very well together. Um, investment is key. We've invested in our brand and we've invested in our packaging and, and invested in our product. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's great. Um, It's been a great story to hear. Um, I'm very excited about the, the distillery itself and uh the future whiskies uh coming from there and uh i'd say to anyone who's listening if you find yourself up in Donegal go and have a have a look around because the the cognac stills look uh quite fascinating and uh, i'd love to see them myself um yeah. and obviously buy the whiskies because uh, they do offer you something extra as a as a whiskey drinker so um brendan thanks for talking group, to me today
1: yeah, thanks, Al. Uh, thanks for having me. I really appreciate you for your time.
0: Yeah, it's uh, it's been really good. And um, look forward to trying the, the new mix spirit when that's coming on, on the market. Will that be out for Christmas time?
1: Yeah, will be. Yeah, I'll keep you posted on that. And your, your viewers and your listeners will keep them posted, yeah, on that. Great. Through social media.
0: Okay, cheers for now.
1: Thanks for that. Good man. Thank you.
0: You're listening to the Celtic Whiskey Pod, the home of unchill filtered conversation. Thank you so much to Brendan and everyone at Crawley for their help in making this episode. I am sure they have a great future ahead of them, and I am certainly looking forward to trying that new mix spirit again when it is released in the run-up to Christmas. In the meantime, we can enjoy the three whiskies they already have released. They are, of course, available at CelticWhiskeyShop.com and in our bricks and mortar shop as well on Dawson Street in Dublin. Each bottle is priced at 79 euros and the oak varieties again are Quercus alba or American oak, Quercus robur or European oak and Quercus petrea also known as set oil oak and of course Irish oak as well. You can find out more about the Crowley Distillery via their Instagram at Crawley Distillery on Facebook under the, the, the Crawley Distillery and at their website, thecrawleydistillery.com. In all these cases, Crawley is spelled C-R-O-L-L-Y. That's all for me from this episode. As mentioned before, please spread the word about our podcast on your social media channels. I'll be back with another episode very soon. Slauncher for now.